Hey guys, how's it going? It's Jess with Jess Unfiltered, obviously. So today I'm actually going to be talking about print-on-demand dropshipping. Um, I know I said in my last podcast I was going to think about doing an anti-MLM video um, just because I'm like, I love anti-MLM videos or podcasts, sorry. Um, but today I'm actually going to be talking about uh, print-on-demand dropshipping and uh, yeah, let's let's jump right in. So for those of you guys who don't know what print-on-demand dropshipping is, essentially it's where you open a store, whether it be on Etsy, eBay, um, Shopify, etc., and you contract out the work to a site like um, Printful, um, Printly. There's a bunch of different print-on-demand sites, but basically Printful, Printly, etc., um, can can serve as like the middleman, and they'll find businesses to actually produce the product for you. So I'll give you guys an example. So if you want to make a t-shirt line and if you don't actually have the means to create the t-shirt, you can use this print-on-demand dropshipping method to get the t-shirt produced. So um, you take the orders, um, let's say you're doing it on Etsy, you take the orders from Etsy and uh, you get paid on Etsy, but then on the back end, you go through one of these other print-on-demand sites and you pay them to produce the shirt at a lower cost, ideally, than what you're selling it on Etsy. And then they will actually ship, make and ship the product out to your customers. So um, if you get an order for 200 t-shirts and if you have a Cricut at home and you're like, uh, that'll take me hours and hours and hours to make these t-shirts, you can basically outsource it um, for somebody else to make the t-shirts for you at a lower cost than, um, what your customers are paying and they'll send it out for you. Um, so yeah, overall, I mean, it, it sounds like a good idea if you want to open a clothing line or if you want to, you know, sell masks or cups. I mean, there's a bunch of like different products that you can sell with print on demand drop shipping. Um, and I actually tried it out this Christmas season and I was not impressed with it whatsoever. At first it was going really well. I made about a thousand dollars in revenue in my first like two weeks, which is really good. Um, but it was just not, not what it panned out to be. Um, you see a lot of these videos on YouTube and they're like, you know, make $7,000 a month passive income and they really sell you on it. And I was kind of skeptical of it. I was like, I mean, it makes sense. You know, the math works out if you sell an item for $20 and it costs you $15, um, then you make $5 an item, right? It's pretty straightforward. Uh, but there is a lot of back-end stuff that you have to deal with. Um, so yeah, let's let's just jump right into the five reasons why I think that print-on-demand um, was just terrible. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to name this podcast, but it's going to be something like five reasons why you should not do print on demand dropshipping. Um, okay. So number one, the estimated costs were sometimes way off um, and sometimes they were hidden. So I'm not going to specify the exact platform that I use for print on demand dropshipping, but they're all very similar. Uh, but I got very irritated at times because um, the platform would say, like the, the print-on-demand middleman would be like, oh, hey, if your customer orders this item and we ship it to the UK, um, you know, it'll cost about $5 to send this item. And there were times where my actual shipping cost was significantly above what their estimation was. And so if if I was expected to make, you know, $5 on this item and my shipping was $10 more, well, now I'm losing money on the item. So if my customer buys the item for $20, 
um, and then pays $5 in shipping. So they spend a total of $25. If the item costs me $15 to make, and if shipping actually costs $10 because it, you know, went up, um, or it was incorrectly estimated, then I'm not making any money on this. And so it's just at that point, a waste of my time. And on top of that, you know, Etsy takes fees. So if Etsy takes, you know, 20 cents every time you list it, and then another, I don't know, 15 or 20%, I don't know what their exact percentage is. But, you know, if, if, if I'm breaking even, and then Etsy comes in and takes fees, then I'm actually losing a couple dollars on that sale. And so that happened several times where I, um, I, I know it at least happened one time, and, and it's happened other times where the shipping estimates have been, have been off, and my margins are just almost non-existent um, or in the negatives. <laughs> um, so yeah, the the shipping estimation estimations were just, I was not impressed with it. I um, ran into issues several times with that. Um, so the second reason, which kind of goes back to the shipping estimations is just number two is terrible margins. Uh, you know, if, if you're making, I don't know, two to six dollars on a product, um, and then you run into these issues like shipping issues, like those margins don't leave you a lot of room for error, right? And so like, you know, if there's no issues and things go perfectly well, and let's say you make $5 on every item that you sell, uh, you know, maybe it's, I don't know, 10% margins, 15% margins, whatever it may be. If you're making $5 on every item that you sell and you sell a thousand items, like, I mean, that's a pretty good profit, right? If you're not really doing a whole lot. Um, But the problem is, is, when you have these shipping issues or when you have other issues, which I'll mention later, that's going to eat into your margin. And if your margin isn't very large to begin with, um, it doesn't leave a lot of room for error. Uh, so even, you know, the smallest screw up can just completely wipe out your margins and then you're operating in the negatives. Um, this brings me to number three, which is the quality of the items. I, I mean, the the print um print on demand dropshipper company middleman I went through, uh they outsourced their production to different companies, so that's why I call them the middleman. But the quality of the items was just all over the board. There were some items that were perfect; they were exactly the way that I had designed them. They looked amazing. My customers gave me great feedback. I ordered some some items myself, and uh, there were no issues. But then there were other items where I had, um, for example, I sold coffee cups with a design on them, and the the manuf- or the people who were actually printing the mug for me, you know, they completely screwed up my design. They did not um, make the design; it didn't look anything like the way that I had designed it. And so I had like, I don't know, probably ten to fifteen customers come back to me, and they're like, "Uh, what the heck? This mug looks nothing like the one that I ordered." And so I'm like apologizing profusely and I'm like dealing with all of these customer service issues and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. So then I have to go and file a complaint through, you know, on the back end, I have to file a complaint and wait for them to refund me the money I paid. And in the meantime, I have to refund these customers on Etsy out of my own pocket. And so I ended up, um, you know, you run the risk of losing money because what if, you know, the the person who printed your mug or the company that printed your mug, what if they're like, oh, no, we're not refunding you. Okay, well, you know, now you have to refund all of your Etsy customers out of your own pocket. And so you're operating in the negatives. Um, I will say, though, pretty much 
anytime I submitted a request, if my item doesn't did not look the way that I had designed it, um, I will say they were always really good at getting me a refund. But the fact that I even had to do that like 10 to 15 times just truly annoyed me because I wasn't making money. Like I had, you know, received like probably, I don't know, I think I sold the mugs for about $15 and then the shipping was about $5. So let's say the mug was 20 bucks. Like I had to continue to refund people $20 and that's just draining my Etsy account balance. And it's like, okay, what am I even doing this print on demand thing for if I'm constantly refunding people money? Um, and then on top of that, I have to wait for this print on demand company to refund me on their end. You know, let's say I paid Let's say I paid, um, you know, $10 for the mug and then it was $5 shipping. So my margins, let's say I made $5 on the mug. Um, it just like, it's just such a pain because you run the risk of them screwing up the item and then not taking responsibility for it. And then you operating in the negatives. So one thing that they do recommend is that you order samples, which is fine. Um, I ordered a sample of a t-shirt that I had designed and it came and it looked great and I was happy with it. Um, but the problem is, is even if you order samples, it might not get to you for a few weeks. So if you're like really eager to list something on your print on demand site or on your Etsy or eBay or Shopify, um, you might not get your sample for a few weeks. And so let's say some major event happens, like let's say, I don't know, something happens and it's really relevant and you're like, oh my gosh, I have to make a shirt about this right now. And like if you're waiting three weeks for your shirt to come, then, you know, maybe that trend will have passed. And so you can't really act on it quickly. Um, the nice thing, though, is like if you order a shirt from a company and you redesign a new shirt with that company and you kind of get an idea of like that company's quality of work, I guess that could be a way which you could judge. Um, but yeah, I mean, ordering samples for yourself again, is going to cut into your profit because if you're only making $5 in profit per shirt and you order a shirt for yourself, then let's say it costs you $20, um, but you're selling them for $25, um, you're still going to have to sell four shirts to like even account for the sample that you're ordering. So if you order a sample and then nobody buys the product, you're just kind of wasting your money on these samples, um, which kind of sounds like an MLM because it's like, you know, these MLMs are like, oh, you have to you have to buy the product and invest in your business. And like, obviously you can use those samples as a tax write-off. And I'm not saying it's a bad idea to order samples. Like if you're outsourcing stuff, you should definitely order samples. But, you know, if it takes three weeks to get to you and the trend is already over, it's like, okay, that kind of stinks, right? Um, the other thing that kind of goes along with that is, um, this is number, I guess, four, is print providers dropping their contract with the middleman. So if you go through one of these sites, um, like print, Printful or Printly or whatever they are, um, to do the print on demand, like the, if, if, if they're outsourcing their work to somebody else to actually print the product, like there have been times where I have tried to like, I, I've like listed an item and I've gotten orders for it. Like, I don't know, a coffee mug. Okay. So I list a coffee mug online. I've gotten orders for it. And then I go into the middleman's system that's connected to my Etsy account. And I'm like, okay, I want to, you know, like fulfill these orders. And it's like, oh, sorry. Um, we no longer like work with this, uh, you know, person anymore, these people who make the cups. So now I've, 
I'm like, oh crap, like I have to either refund my customers or I have to like find a different company through the middleman to work with. And so if you're ordering samples from company A and um, you get your samples and you design some shirts using company A and then if the middleman, uh, you know, on demand service is like, oh, we don't actually work with company A anymore. You're going to have to try company B, company C. Then it's like, okay, I just wasted money on samples to get samples from company A and now you don't even work with them anymore. And I don't know, it, at least for me, it was kind of a pain because I didn't really get like a huge notification saying that like that the middleman where I design these products does not work with the company anymore. So I'm getting like all these orders for these products and I'm trying to fulfill them and they're like, can't be fulfilled, can't be fulfilled. And I'm like, what on earth is going on? So then I like look into it and it's like, oh, they're actually not working with company A anymore. So now I have to go redesign the product, you know, using a different company's mock-up. And now I have to, um, you know, I have even smaller margins because they're, you know, company B's item of a similar you know, the similar product at company B is maybe a dollar more. So that's cutting into my margins. And now I don't know the quality of their work because I didn't order samples from them. And it's just kind of like this downward spiral of just constant unpredictability, which is so, so irritating, especially when you're dealing with a lot of orders at once and everybody is like, what the heck? Why isn't my order in production yet? Um, so this brings me to number five, which is really long wait times. So I found this to be probably, this is probably this my second biggest pet peeve apart from the quality of the products and them being all over the board. Um, the actual wait times were seriously frustrating. So I've had items like the middleman will estimate, they'll say, okay, you know, you're, you're print provider will have this item shipped out within one to seven business days. So like if your customer orders it on a Friday, you know, in the evening on a Friday, like it's not getting there for over a week, like, or not even, sorry, not getting there. It's not even being shipped out for over a week. Um, so your customers just have to wait a really long time. And even though like on the actual listing itself, it'll say like one to seven days in production. Um, a lot of times your customers don't look at that. Like they're used to Amazon Prime where you can literally order something and it'll be there in two days. It doesn't matter if it's a weekend, like it's gonna be there in two days. And so when you're trying to explain to your customer like, hi, this can actually take up to seven business days in production. And you know maybe it's been, I don't know, five business days, two weekends, cause they ordered it on like a Friday night. And um you know, it's been like 11 days and they're just like, uh, you're still telling me I have to wait a couple more business days for it to be shipped out. And that's not even like, it's not even in the mailbox yet. And they just get really, um, frustrated, which I mean, arguably I would too. Like if you're waiting almost half a month before your item even goes in a mailbox, like that is ridiculous in my opinion. And, um, that's one, one big drawback of print on demand with these companies is like, you know, if they have a lot of orders and if they're like first in, first out, and that's how they operate, um, you know, it could take up to seven days. And there have been times where I've had print providers take over two weeks, like over 14 days before they even sent an item out. And so on my Etsy, it'll be like, what, you know, this item was supposed to ship seven days ago. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, you've got to be kidding me. 
So then I get messages from the customers that are like, hey, uh, my item was supposed to ship out a week ago. Like, what's going on? And so I have to contact the print provider or I have to look um, on the middleman's website and try to figure out where this item is at. And so there have been times where I've had to like remake items with my Cricut because either the quality is bad or the wait time is so long and they're like, I need this. Like it was supposed to ship out, you know, a week ago. This is ridiculous. And so I have had to come in and like hand make stuff myself because it was just so unpredictable when an item was going to ship out. And I'm someone who likes to like really prioritize five-star reviews, even if you know, it costs me money out of pocket to like resolve an issue. I will do that in order to like make the customer happy and get a five-star review because like I don't think that it's fair to them to pay money and expect something and then not get it within the right time frame or to not get it, um, you know, at the quality level they expected. Um, so overall, I just had customer service issues out the wazoo with print on demands. Like when it came to the terrible margins, like there was really not a lot of room for error, but there was a lot of error that I ran into. The quality is all over the board. Some of the items just looked like crap and my customers were not happy. Um, the long wait times to receive a package is just ridiculous. Like even when a package ships, it might sit pre-transit for like a couple days because the print provider is like waiting to bring it to a mailbox. So yeah, it might have a tracking number, but it doesn't go anywhere. It just literally sits, I don't know, in their factory or whatever. So like it could be like an entire month before your customer gets the item. And that's just like ridiculous in my opinion, especially when you know, you have to charge a lot of money for these items because, um, you know, even if you want $5 margins, like you're charging people $30, $40 for a t-shirt to, to get $5 of profit. And so like when they're paying that much money and they're waiting like a whole month to get their t-shirt, it just, it doesn't work out well. Like you're going to have a really hard time getting five-star reviews. Like if you don't really care about your customers and if you don't really care about them receiving crappy products like of course you could not refund them and you could you know not treat your customers well but I I just think ethically like that's not a good idea and also you're gonna get a lot of one-star reviews and Etsy could even step in at some point and yeah overall like my experience with print-on-demand dropshipping was just terrible um like I said, like I, I made a thousand bucks in revenue in like one or two weeks. And I would say out of that, I probably had about $300 in profit. So I had about 30% margins. Um, and as soon as those orders started shipping and they started like getting to my customers' houses and they're coming back to me and they're like, Hey, this item looks terrible. It's nothing like the picture. Um, I had to refund a bunch of money and uh, once some of the items, you know, that were supposed to ship by X date would just take longer and longer and longer, like I would have to start making those items myself. And so I pretty much broke even, like like $1,000 in revenue, I broke even <laughs> and, you know, I went from having like 30% margins, you know, $3,300 $3, in profit, like to nothing. And, and so all of this time and all these hours I put into designing my products and all this time I put into like dealing with customer service issues, like I have nothing to show for that. And so 
I, I think like my biggest pet peeve is that there are people out there on YouTube and on TikTok and wherever, and they're like selling this idea. Oh, if you do print-on-demand drop shipping, you literally can make passive income. You can make seven thousand dollars a month, and it's like, no, like unless you run your shop with zero ethics, or unless you like really have a good system going for knowing what print providers to use and which ones not to use. Like, I just don't see how this could be sustainable and very profitable because I just, I don't know, like I am not saying that I am like an expert on running a business, but I have a business degree and I've ran several businesses before that have been successful and I've made, you know, good money doing side businesses. So like I'm not incompetent when it comes to running a business. I just don't think that print on demand is all that it's cracked up to be. Like I'm not saying that you can't make money if you really figure out what print providers are good and which ones are bad, but I just it like I don't recommend it. I think especially if you um are somebody who doesn't have a lot of income to like throw at this um because it, it's it's pretty much free to start up. But the biggest thing is like you have to buy products from the actual print provider. So like Etsy, like I mentioned earlier, like Etsy will pay you, but then you have to pay the print provider for the item. So like if that print provider screws up a hundred items and you paid $10 for each of them, um, you know, then it's like that money, if they refuse to refund you is gone. And so if you have to refund your Etsy customer all of this money, like you're just losing money at that point. So like, yes, it doesn't cost a whole lot to start up, but there is somewhat of a risk when it comes to like customer service and ensuring that, you know, your Etsy customers get a refund if their item is, doesn't look good or a reprint. And then there's also the risk of your print provider being like, oh, that's not our fault. We're not going to refund you for it. Um, so yeah, I just... I think there are a lot of other businesses that are much better to start that I would recommend. Um, you can't really control the quality or the wait times or anything like that. It's kind of out of your hands and you have to profusely apologize to your customers. So um, I'm not saying don't do it. I just wouldn't personally. Again, I shut down my shop after two weeks um, because that's when my complaints started rolling in and my um, margins were just shrinking and shrinking and shrinking, shrinking to nothing. Um, so yeah, just these people that say, oh, you can make $7,000 a month, like passive income. I, I don't know where they're getting that from. I really don't. I think that they're making money from their classes that they're selling. I think they're making money from YouTube. They're making money from selling this idea of a dream. That isn't a reality. And also $7,000 a month in revenue is not the same thing as $7,000 in profit. Like they could easily be having, they could easily have like, you know, I don't know, 1% margins. Like, you know, we, we can't, I don't know. I just, I don't trust people on YouTube that are talking about making these exuberant amounts of money from print on demand dropshipping. I just don't think that, um, based on my experience, I don't think that they're completely truthful when they talk about it. So, um, personally, if I were you, I would save save the headache and just either buy a Cricut and do it yourself or buy a screen printer or do dye sublimation, you know, whatever it is, um, you know, outsourcing definitely can be a pain. So 
So yeah, with that, I'll go ahead and end and stop ranting about this. Um, but thanks guys so much. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, I want to talk about MLMs in my next video and anti-MLMs because, uh, you know, I'm really big into that. Um, so yeah, thanks guys for watching. I really appreciate it. And I will talk to y'all later.